Let me uh, tell you about Grip6. Grip6 is a great company. They are in Utah. They are a company that uh, makes belts, wallets, and socks. The socks are awesome. They're like mm. wool socks. They keep your feet warm, but they're not super thick like you'd think of like a winter sock is. They have great wallets that are cool designs. They have this little uh, optional loop you can get to kind of pick it out of your pocket really easily, get access to your cards. They're thin, they're sleek, they're great wallets. Uh, and they have incredible belts as well, stylish, minimalist. These are, it's just great stuff. We're talking about carbon fiber. They have all these uh, different like, metals and, and you can customize them. Uh, they also, the carbon fiber one is great for traveling too. So if you're going through, uh, it's not going to set off any of the alarms as you go through security. Um, all of this, if that wasn't enough, they just, they love America and they source all their stuff from America. These are people who love this country just like you do. Go to grip6.com slash stew. Use the code stew. Get 15% off. Grip, the number 6.com slash stew. Get 15% off today. Check it out. Grip6.com slash stew. Save 15% now with the code stew. Back in a second. Glenn, uh, tell you about the best and the worst run cities in America. I wonder who is it who is it that runs the worst run cities in America? Huh. Well, we'll find out momentarily. Uh, in fact, in 60 seconds. Guess how many data compromises have already happened in 2022? Over 400 already. Uh, maybe if you believe that your data is safe, you should reconsider that. Data compromises are up 14% from last year and are impacting more than 20 million Americans. Some of the most lucrative pieces of data cyber thieves want to steal, of course, are social security numbers, Gmail logins and passwords, and even driver's licenses. It is really crazy out there. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft can affect your life. And every day, when we put our information out on the internet, how that is at risk, LifeLock is here to protect you. They can't catch everything. No one can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own, a lot better. And if you do become a victim, their restoration specialists can work with you to help you fix the problem quickly. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with a promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com and use the promo code BECK for 25% off at lifelock.com. So the worst run cities in America, would you think that they are... uh they're run by Democrats or Republicans? Well, obviously Republicans. First right. of all, women don't have rights there. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, did yeah. you know there's no trans it's rights like in those cities? It's like the handmade handmaid's tale. Yeah, well, that's a good reference because no one's yeah. made it. You know, no one's put together <laughs> that particular. Yeah, I thought reference. it was really creative. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting. Now witty. I have heard it uh, from every Democrat. Oh, you have that's ever lived. Yes, the oh. handmaid's tale reference. But huh. I, I would like to hear it more often because it's so. <laughs> incredibly smart it's apropos you know? if you will it is uh you know mm-hmm. of course it's interesting that like the you're saying that the the people who argue for smaller government and less mm-hmm. control of government of your life are the people that are going to implement the full control <laughs> of your life through right. the government oh uh, that's yeah because that makes a lot of sense sure it does you know sure um, it does it's really consistent with the with the constitution <laughs> and the principles we espouse is is a bunch of theocratic leaders mm-hmm. um, taking over and making women have to, you know, a big part of, of, of family values on the right has always been you should be married to a woman and then have a concubine on the side to impregnate constantly. That's a big part. <laughs> That's a big part. Of the conservative argument for this country. How many times have we talked about that yeah. on this show? It's the big vision of conservatives. You, you must have a concubine on the side. That's kind of what the whole, I mean, that's the whole argument for yeah. conservatism in this country is pro-concubine. It always has been. Mm-hmm. And that's why The Handmaid's Tale is so mm-hmm. prescient. You know, it really is. That it really we, is. Look, if we get in control, yes, we're telling you now, concubines. That's what's happening. Gotta have them. We're very pro-concubine on this program. Gotta have them. We, we gotta have, you gotta have a concubine. Now, I, I prefer 10. 10 is myself. great. 10 is yeah. great if you can get 10. Mm-hmm. And I will say, we also want them to dress very, very, uh, in, in a covered up way. We don't want to see their hair. Uh, we don't want to see really any part of them except their face. That is the way we've been talking about. Well, yeah. That's what we want. Concubines, but well-dressed concubines. Yeah. Well, covered anyway. Covered. Yeah. That's not necessarily. Definitely nice. covered. Not stylish. Because you don't even want to see their wrist, you know? No. Y- you oh, want God, their no. sleeves to go down. Up to about their fingers. I mean, you look at Clarence Thomas's writings from law school. He talks very much about anti-wrist pro-concubine. That's pretty much his only two positions. (laughs) He was huge at Yale on that. Oh, yeah. Those were the two things. Oh, yeah. And uh, In fact, I think his final thesis at Yale was about that. It was. Yeah. It was. Did you hear the other day? uh, This is a little bit. I know I'm dragging you off topic a little bit here. But uh, the someone, uh, I think it was on NBC News called Amy Coney Barrett a handmaiden. Oh my gosh. I mean, how, um, here is a woman who's, this is the ultimate <sighs> example of feminism, yeah. right? Back yes. in the original thought of it, a woman who can rise above everything to have a, a giant family and still <laughs> achieve all of her dreams, rise to be one of the most powerful people in the nation. Yeah. She's a handmaiden. She's a handmaiden. And, and you know, of course, Sotomayor and Kagan are two women who are on the Supreme Court. They're not handmaidens. They, not at all. Not at all. No. You know, that that's that's not at all. Uh, no no reason to talk about them that way. Just Amy Coney Barrett because you don't like her. It's incredible. All <laughs> it right. Sorry. Tell really me about is. the worst cities okay. in America. Worst city in America. Worst run city in America. Washington, D.C. Okay. Run by Democrats. Uh, Democrats. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that's but the exception rather than the rule. But only 70 for 70 years? Yeah, probably about 60, 70 years. Mm-hmm. San Francisco, California, number two. But again, run by Democrats for only about 50 or 60 years. Okay. Then you got New York City, New York, New York. Now, there have been some Republicans in the past in New York, but they're not there now and they haven't been for a while. So, New York, number three. I'm not sure about Chattanooga, Tennessee. I, I don't know who the mayor is there. 
Uh, it's possible it's a Democrat. We should maybe look into that. Cleveland, Ohio, run by Democrats. Okay, that's one, two, three, four. It's, we're down to the five. Number six, Detroit, Michigan, run by Democrats forever. Flint, Michigan, run by Democrats. Oakland, California, Democrats. Hartford, Connecticut, Democrats. And then you get to Gulfport, Mississippi at number 10 um, as uh, the worst run city. A lot of the, the mayoral races, we did a project on this a oh, long they're time non, ago. Oh, they're uh, nonpartisan. Yeah. So this, a so lot of them, yeah. Tim Kelly is the mayor of Chattanooga, and, he, and he's a new, a relatively new mayor, but he uh, is listed as an independent. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't, you don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe someone from Chattanooga can tell us. But we, went, we did a project on this a while ago for one of uh, Glenn's books, and we went back and we researched, I think it was, I want to say it was an inconvenient book. Mm-hmm. It may have been that one. It was one of the very, it was one of the earlier books. And we went through, we looked at every, every single um, city in America with the worst poverty levels. Had the biggest problems with ongoing poverty over long periods of time. And we looked at them and we said, who, who are the mayors of these cities? I mean, the, the, people are struggling. You know, the, the poverty rates are extraordinarily high. Usually the crime rates are really high. Yeah. And and we went back and we f- we found that of the top I think it was the top ten, um, it was cities with the worst poverty levels. Republicans had only run them in I think it was like six or eight percent. That's of, what I was thinking of the years like 7%. since 1960, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. Okay. I, I mean, it's not close. I'll tell you that it was and, well over ninety percent run by Democrats. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, well it, it, you know, some of them were um, independents that essentially operated as Democrats. But as far as just Republicans, it was something like, I don't know, you know, nine, six or eight percent. It was right. It was mm-hmm. under under 10 percent. The mm-hmm. only ones it was like Miami. There have been some Republican mayors. I don't know if they're still in the situation where they're in the top 10 anymore for poverty levels. But at the time they were. And I think Cleveland going back a bunch of years had a mayor or two that was Republican. But it's really rare. And it's really rare. Mm-hmm. And you, Trump made this argument, and and the media beat him up on it. But like, the idea that you, at some point you should try something different. I don't even know. Like maybe you might say, "Hey, it's yeah. not Republicans; it's Libertarians." Whatever. But like at some point, don't you think that you should try something other than Democrats? Constantly, you would, you would think so. Uh, it doesn't make sense that, that that thought doesn't seem to occur to them. It really doesn't. Okay, conversely, what's the best-run city in America, according to the survey? Uh, Nampa, Idaho. Number two, Boise, Idaho. Number three, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, at number four, Nashua, New Hampshire. Then Lexington, Kentucky. Lincoln, Nebraska. Las Cruces, New Mexico. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, Missoula, Montana surprises me at uh, number nine. And number 10, Durham, North Carolina. I mean, it, it is amazing. Uh, the fact that the worst run cities, the, the cities in the biggest problems in the most debt with the highest crime rates uh, and cities that have, like Stu just mentioned, the, the highest poverty rates, almost exclusively Democrat run cities. And conversely, the best run usually Republican-run cities. And yet, uh, I don't know, the cities that are run crappily by Democrats, they continue to vote for Democrats. It's really amazing. It really is. I don't understand it. You know, it's a total... um, It's totally shutting off 
the the theory that you should be open to other options, right? Like it's only mm-hmm. like a it's all, it's a borderline religious uh, religious situation. I remember this is going back a couple of elections now. There was a complaint about Philadelphia from the right, and they said, mm-hmm. look at all these these voting districts where it's like. 100% of people in Philadelphia voted for Democrats. This can't possibly be right. And so, you know, people looked at it and they're like, gosh, it was. It was all over. It was like, you know, district after district after district. And it would be like 98%, 99%, 100% for Democrats. And you'd go in and you'd look mm. at it. And what they would find is, you know, this quote unquote voting district was essentially a, a one building, right? Like a, 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 you know, an apartment building. And that was the mm. entire district. And they'd go through it and they would be like, no, it's, like they're just all like registered democrats like <laughs> that's just like what it is you know it, it, you get to a certain yeah. it, it, particularly in, in some minority communities in these inner cities you find 99 percent, 95% of people voting for the same thing i, I mean we know this nationally mm-hmm. nationally african americans vote for democrats in the presidential races in the you know around 92%, 95%, 88% varying on the year like the big win is 88% for you know if it's only 88% mm-hmm. huge victory for republicans like that is i don't know how to explain that pat you know i i people are different and i think like you just get to this place where it becomes part of your of your culture and your identity that I vote this way. And no matter what these people do to you, you still continue to come back to that same. Well, despite the fact that your life sucks because of the way things are run (laughs) around you, you keep voting the same way. It doesn't, it really doesn't make sense. I I wouldn't look if Republicans became, I've I've voted third party before because of this. Would Republicans infuriate me because they're big government? I don't care. I'm not going to stick around. No, I don't either. I'm not going to get beat up by a stupid political party year Mm -hmm. after year after year after year. And, you know, some people, you know, you'll argue. They'll say, hey, you know, you should vote for that. You know, like, yeah, you only vote for one of the two parties. Look, if, if the Democrats became a party where they actually respected individual rights and reversed essentially all their positions... I'm not locked into the R. I'll vote for the D if they're better. They're just mm-hmm. not. They're <laughs> right. terrible in every way, so I'm not considering yeah. that. But I would consider it if they change their views. Well, I frankly don't understand the the uh, obsession with party affiliation. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I, you know, I don't feel that affinity for the Republican Party that I must be loyal to them no matter what. Well, no. If they've got crappy policies that they're acting like Democrats, I... I don't care. I'm not voting for Republicans. I'll go independent or, you know, find somebody else to vote for. Um, but, you know, it's, I mean, you go back to the George Washington thing where he said we shouldn't have a party system. And you look at the way things are now and I mean, it was probably pretty smart. He might have known what he was talking about there. Mm. It's possible. I don't know. I mean, what are the, what's the evidence that that guy was smart? Yeah. George Washington. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. He doesn't. What, what did he know? <laughs> Not much, obviously. No. Not much. 888-727-BECK. More patents due for Glenn coming up in one minute. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The country is facing an extremely significant slowdown as we move closer and closer to the brink of a recession, although I'm sure it's transitory, so don't don't, don't worry about that. Uh, Everything we, we have really costs more. Everything we buy costs more. And you got to have a financial plan to keep yourself and your family above water through all of this craziness. Do you even have a plan yet? Have you thought about this? 
You need to be saving money anywhere and everywhere you can, and one of the best ways to do that is to give American Financing a call. Let their salary-based consultants give you a free mortgage review. Once they do that, they'll know what your options are. You can look at them, and you can figure out if you can save a ton of money. A lot of people do. From paying off high-interest debt to shortening loan terms, you can even access cash from your equity. There are a ton of possibilities, and you can save thousands of dollars a month. Why not learn more? If you start soon, you could close in little as 10 days. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Interest rates only seem to be going up right now. Probably a good time to look into this. AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. Stuart, are you frightened out of your mind about monkeypox because it's completely out of control now? Completely you know, out of not, control. I will be honest with you. I've not spent a lot of time thinking about monkeypox. What? How irresponsible of you. Is it? Ir- I mean, it doesn't do you know, seem like... Do you know that it is exploding across the United States is right it? now? Yeah. Uh, My understanding was it was relatively hard to get. Like days ago... Okay, two days ago... There were 156 people with monkeypox in this country. You know what the number is now? 201 out of just 330 million people. I don't know. Now, how scared are you? The the same? The same. Same amount? Let me run this by you. Okay. Worldwide, it's about 1,700 people out of just 7.5 billion. I remain similarly frightened, which is on the low scale of, of scared. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) wow look i mean i remember when the covid thing was happening and they'd be like hey there's uh 40 cases today there's 200 cases today there's 9,000 cases today there's 114,000 cases like it was pretty fast like it was going up a few in a day it doesn't seem all that (laughs) and i you know again it's it's not they're trying to make they're trying hard to get us really scared. It's not a it's not a thing you catch in the air, right? It's it's no, you don't. You got to touch touch yeah. somebody uh-huh. in a special place, it, yeah. uh, many and in a special way, in a special way. Uh huh. And that's how you get uh-huh. it. And I, you know, you hook up with somebody. You, you could know? could be that it does. It's not sexually transmitted per se. Although they think it, they, they're they're open to the possibility it could be actually because of of the communities it's hitting. Uh, it seems like maybe um, yeah, it is. Uh, and New York was the first major city. There, uh, let me read this to you because it, it shed some light on how you get it. Um, New York became the first major city in the United States to begin offering vaccines for monkeypox last week, making the two-dose Genios smallpox vaccine available to men who have sex with men. So they're only giving it... Wait, is that... Po- can you do that legally? You can o- you're only giving it to men <laughs> I, who have sex with men? I... I guess because it's high risk. I mean, I guess this has it. been the community hardest hit uh, from what I understand and the limited reading yeah. I've done on it. But men like, who have sex with men as well as men who have multiple sexual partners in the past 14 days. What about okay. people who do not have uteruses? Can they be involved in this? Because I, I don't like your terminology when you say men. Don't have uteruses. You said men who have sex with men. As if men can only have sex with men or men can only be men. What about... People who don't have uteruses or uteri. Well, um, I think they might be included in this. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, I think they might be thankfully, included Thankfully, thankfully, yes. finally. Uh, yeah, because I guess it's, they don't necessarily think it's a sexually, tra- like, they don't no, think it's, it would. I th- well, there's some, some icky like, right. sores involved and yeah. they might be in strategically placed 
areas of your sure, body. Sure. And maybe you should ask somebody before you, you know, hook up with them. Hey, do you have sores in strategically placed areas of your body? Interesting you bring this up. I mm-hmm. have tried this. It does it's not it ruins the mood. Quite really? A bit. Yeah. When really? I go whenever I go into <laughs> one of my favorite establishments around the area and look for a Look for a partner for a fun evening. With a person uh, usually, without a uterus? Usually, It's always a person without a uterus. Okay. Uterus sort of just grosses me out, Pat. And so when I go out and I ask, I ask them, I say, hey, hey. nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Do, you Do you have, have sores, sores on your junk? Okay. And okay. They, usually, they usually... That destroys end, the mood, you think? They end the communication at that time. Well, could it be something else? It could be. It could be. Because <laughs> you know? I think the question is legit. It's a good question. It's a good it's a, question. In this time, yeah. you know, with, with all the monkeypox around, <laughs> right. you have to ask the question. With 201 people in the country that have it? I first was like, is, do people not like this shirt? You know, it, is it possible? Were you wearing that particular shirt? Because that could be it. Because it, because it's it's plaid, yeah. and sometimes I might know, have thought this guy's a lumberjack. I don't want anything to do with him. Right? You know, I, you know, and that's mm-hmm. and that may have been it. So I tried a different shirt, and still, still. when I led with that question, it was it was ice, <laughs> ice cold. The reception was not warm. Huh? And I don't it, know. Then I don't know what to tell. It's you. hard to know. Yeah, How could one know. know? You know, especially if at, that's a mood destroyer in this time. If you can't ask about sores within the first 30 <laughs> seconds of meeting someone when can you ask about sores you know, i don't know i don't know i, I feel know. like there After should be it's too late i guess you could ask but well then it's too late you got monkey pox yeah and i don't want to get the pox no you don't you know who wants you don't no, want you, you don't. want to avoid the pox if it's at all you possible because the pox themselves are really nasty i can't look at the pox and That's, this is why i have not honestly this is oh, probably why i've I've not read about so it. i can't many, see the pictures so many pictures online and it's like no don't want to see it no you're going through something i feel bad for you uh-huh. i hope you get treatment i just don't want to know please, about it though. please don't tell me about it and if it happens right. to me <laughs> I, i'll just i'll find something high to jump off of that's all that's my vaccine for for the monkey pox yeah if i get hit mm-hmm. with it i will probably jump off a very tall building because it's mm-hmm. a, it's just not something i could deal with i could not deal with that and uh i i really though the very limited amount of of reading that i have done on this does not it just seems difficult to attain yeah you don't it doesn't yeah. seem it's not like covid where you know people can it get spreads it like wildfire yeah, get it, it doesn't. by a short conversation yeah, with someone in a closed not. area it's not like that so mm-hmm. i'm not all that worried about now you know this is the most that have ever had it in america but it's still not it doesn't spread like wildfire but it is interesting that they just make this available the vaccine is only available to gay and bisexual men transgender women and gender non-conforming people not amazing. Is that even legal? I don't know. I, wow. I don't know. Oh, but also sex workers and uh, people who work in high-risk situations. I will say the opposite hmm. would definitely not be legal, right? If they said only straight people can get it? Yeah, no there's way. There's no way they would allow that. No way. But they're out of it already in New York and oh, Washington, wow. D.C., so don't even ask for it. The Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. I love this meme making the rounds on the internet. Calm down, liberals. No one is coming for your abortions. We just want common sense abortion control. Mandatory background checks complete with mental health evaluation. You must be placed in a national abortion registry. You get a $200 tax stamp and a one-year wait period outlaw assault abortions after the first trimester 
and limit the number you can have. <laughs> Salt abortions. No one needs more than one abortion. No. No one needs that. No. Right? Hey, why would you need that? <laughs> you wouldn't need that. And you might say, well, I, I, I don't have to explain why I need it. It's a constitutional right. Yeah, except it's not. Which is what they would say. First it's, of all, it is what they would say. It's not yes. a constitutional right, as we as we now know for certain, mm-hmm. um, which it never was, but mm-hmm. the court recognized it for a little while there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fascinating to see that because they would never accept that. And, and, you know, it's what they do accept all the time in Europe. There's all sorts of restrictions on abortion in Europe. You have to prove what you have to prove you have a specific need to get it. It's like the Second Amendment wow. case we, we talked about Jeez. from New York last week where they overturned the the uh, the May issue way they do things in new york where they say okay well look we might have you want you want to carry your gun let us know why you need it prove prove to Mm, us you need to execute your rights and that's they think that's crazy well that's the standard in europe in almost all those countries you have to have some justification especially if it's past you know eight or ten weeks you have to come up with a reason why you need an abortion well what if the reason is i i don't want to be inconvenienced by this pregnancy is that not good enough I, I don't think it is. In Europe? You have to. Wow. Now, of course, I'm sure there's plenty of, of, of doctors huh. and, and officials that will help you manipulate those rules. But technically, mm-hmm. you're supposed to say it like you have to have a unique um, economic. They probably use mental health, right? Mental, mental health. But sometimes it's, you have to come up with like an economic justification as well. Oh, wow. You have to say like, I'm you know destitute. I can't pay for this kid. And then they might give it to you. Sometimes you have to have a, uh, a, a waiting period, a, a long waiting period. Uh, you know a couple weeks sometimes you have to take you have to take courses on on how on um the ramifications of it how it operates there's all sorts of i we should incredible we should go through it at some point it's pretty interesting Uh, yeah some of them have liberalized in the last few years i mean ireland was very strong against abortion and has lately opened it up and this is one of the arguments Mm. being made by the left right now which is we are uh we are totally against everything else going on in this country we are, excuse me, in the world. Our country mm-hmm. is running afoul of the rest of the world. The rest of the world is opening up, liberalizing their abortion rights, and we are closing them. What's interesting is we we were so far to the left of everyone else in the world, generally speaking. There are right. some exceptions to that, but very few. We were so far to the left that now we have moved back to what you would fairly described as a moderate position i mean mm-hmm. I, people are like oh well this is how can you move to this hardcore right position it's not i mean it's it's obviously a moderate position because states can decide what they want to do yeah before it was constitutionally guaranteed up to like 20 you know at least 20 weeks i mean up until this decision the republican position was a 20-week ban that was what they were actually trying to push through in a lot of these states mm-hmm. now there are some people going farther than that but generally speaking republicans were looking to try to get a 20-week ban which is way to the left of almost all of Europe. Wow. And, wow. Uh, and, and now, so like other countries are moving from a ban to a six-week ban. They're like, well, they're moving. They're liberalizing their rules and we're, we're making them more conservative. It's like, all right, that's not, that's not the right way to look <laughs> at this here. There is some opening up of these laws, but I do think long-term, <clears throat> this will be looked back at as, as a national tragedy, a, a global tragedy. And one of the things that they're complaining about now is that you have to travel to get an abortion in some states. It looks like in Texas, you'd have to travel a certain um, 
distance to, to be able to get an abortion. Uh, and in other states, like Utah, you got to go to Colorado in order to obtain uh, an abortion. But uh, there's a lot of companies that are paying for that for people. Mm. And now the Biden administration and the Health and Human Services Secretary saying that, yeah, maybe they, they'll pay for your travel to get an abortion as well. Listen to this from uh, Xavier Becerra uh, telling NBC News what the Biden administration is considering right now. What are you doing concretely in response to the court's decision to try to help women? Well, we're working with uh, centers like Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. who we are uh, restoring funding for Title X uh, family planning services. We are working with uh, mm-hmm. uh, supporters on the ground to make sure that we are providing services to women where we can. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are looking into everything, including assisting in transportation, something that HHS doesn't Wait. typically do. Can you do what? that legally? Good question. Uh, talk to me later. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's do, a big question, right? I, I always tell my team at HHS, uh, if you've done your homework, then we have no right to do mild. And so we're going to be aggressive and go all the way. And oh, I, I would tell you if um, God. you're recording, so I won't tell you. So, uh, this is all on the record, yeah. Mr. Secretary. We are looking at every option, wow. and among those is transportation. What, say that again? We are looking at every option, and among those is transportation. Transporting women to other states. I can get a ride from the federal government to kill my baby. Yay! Yay! Oh, God. Can you imagine this guy is your boss, too? No. Every one of their employees has got to be like, oh, God. (laughs) If he says that thing about if you've done your homework, you can't go mild one more freaking time. That's like that's like the you've got done your homework. You can't, can't go, go mild. mild. What? Like I don't that, even. What does that I mean? I don't even know. It's just what something he thinks is mean? really smart. Like yeah, I he pic- said it multiple times. Oh yeah, I I just picture uh, you know the guy from Office Space sitting there hearing like you know uh, the TPS report thing over and over and over again. That every one of his employees is talking about that phrase. Me like God, will he shut up? Uh, and unfortunately, no, he won't, he unless won't. he's trying to hide illegal behavior, which is what he seemed to be doing. Yeah, right there. I would tell you at uh, HHS, where, t- where I'm telling my employee. Well, no, I'm not going to tell you that because you're. Uh, this is being broadcast, so never mind. Yeah, it's uh, that's amazing. That's it's pretty a, telling. A telling thing, and you know, we've wow. seen uh, Biden encourage people. Basically, says, "Hey, they can't look through your mail." In other words. You know, if you get abortion pills sent from overseas, uh, you can have your abortion here. And right. the, statistics, the statistics back this up. The, the you know, um, Texas has a six-week ban, uh, had a six-week ban until very recently, which eliminated, I think, about half of abortions. So about half of them didn't happen in Texas. And they looked at the, what happened in neighboring states, and they found out about another 25% seemed to happen in neighboring states, and then another 25% seemed to happen with pills. So the question is, did it reduce mm-hmm. abortions at all? And the answer, and the answer seems is to be no. Maybe no. If if it did, maybe a little wow. bit. Wow. And this is the long-term battle. I'm going to go over this tonight on Studios America. This is one of the focuses of the show today because it, we have to remember this is a long-term battle. This is not just overturning Roe versus Wade and celebrating. And it might be great yeah. that your state doesn't have abortions, and that's, I think, a great move. And, and and this was a necessary part of the fight for life, but it does not end here. You know, look, 
long term, there are organizations all around the world that will send abortion pills to you at your house, no matter whether you live in a state or not uh, that allows abortion. You can travel to other states. Canada, their, react, their immediate reaction, Justin Trudeau, as you might expect, he's probably impregnated you know, hundreds of women in Canada <laughs> and uh, is very frequently at the abortion clinics. So he was very happy to mm. say, hey, come across, come across the border. We'll give you abortion, abortion care here. We'll pay for it. Yeah, well, except you got to be vaccinated. So <laughs> I know that's the funny part. It's yeah. like, will they allow unvaccinated women to at no. least come in and abort children? Can't allow Which that. one do they care more about? I think we'll they see. might allow they it. Might. They, yeah, might they might allow unvaccinated people. They won't allow unvaccinated people to cross the, the, the border to do business, go to a Blue Jays game. None of that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but for an abortion, abortion, they might wife. allow it. Yeah. They might waive it for yeah. that, which is but fascinating. Uh, but, you know, it, it's funny you brought up the uh, the gun thing, because that is, a, I think, a really, a really good example as to where we are in this country. Think about if you were on the left, and we know their, go- their goal is not common sense gun reform, right? Mm-hmm. We know what their goal is to get rid of all of these guns, mm-hmm. okay? And a lot of times we say this, we say their goal is to overturn the Second Amendment, but that's not their goal. Because think about what overturning the Second Amendment does, Overturning the Second Amendment, you got to elect all these people. You got to go through the whole constitutional process. Uh, really difficult. You got to get all these people in place. You have to win over the American people enough, and then you overturn the Second Amendment. And that's and, hard. And that's incredibly hard. hard. Okay. Yeah. What ha- what what have you accomplished then? How many guns are off the street? None. The answer to that is zero, zero. guns. Zero guns are off the street once you've gone through all of that work, <clears throat> and yeah. that's where we are. That you are here. When you talk about the abortion process, we have essentially, I would argue, overturning Roe versus Wade is a say is a similar thing as is overturned the Second Amendment. Okay, it's mm-hmm. massive. Mm-hmm. However, Texas would say it's constitutionally guaranteed for you to be able to carry a gun. So would Louisiana. So would Mississippi. So would all the red states. They'd all say you can still own guns. And then some of the purple states would say you can own these types of guns and not other types of guns. And some people would say you're grandfathered in. Others would not. And you know what would, at the end of the day, California would ban them. New York would ban them. And of course, then all their criminals would still remain with their guns. But there would still be, if it's not 400 million guns on the streets, it's 300 million and or more. Because after this, then you have to figure out to go, because you can ban them in California, but they're still on the streets. Then you have to go door to door to collect them. And how does that work? Not very well. Not very well. So what you can do, the That's best a dangerous way, proposition. the best way to eliminate guns in America is the best way to eliminate abortion in America, which is convince people that it's wrong. Yeah. Convince people, win the argument, persuade them. You know, we right now, if if evil Clarence Thomas, and you know, he wants to do this, Pat, if he oh, overturned super evil, if he overturned the idea that slavery was illegal, uh-huh. if he came in, because, you know, Clarence Thomas, big slavery proponent, um, <laughs> if he came in and he said well, he's a white supremacist, white supremacist, exactly. If he came in and said, OK, now somehow there's a ruling and somehow it passed the Supreme Court and somehow it got through and it was slavery is legal right now. Mm-hmm. What would happen? Would, would there be a lot of. People being like, I'm going to open up my new slave business. No, because we reject it as a horror show, right? We all think it's wrong. Yeah. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees, with the exception mm-hmm. of maybe like four white supremacists, that slavery is terrible. And no one would own slaves, even if it were legal. Mm-hmm. And that's because we that argument was won by persuasion. It was also won by war, and it was also won by constitutional amendment, and all those other things factored in. But to win that argument, what you need to do is convince people they don't want it anymore. There was a big argument about interracial Mm -hmm. marriage. It was a controversial 
topic at one point in this country. It no longer is. The argument was won. Which is why it's such a stupid claim. It's such a stupid that claim. Interracial marriage could be next, Clarence yeah. Thomas. Who is involved stupid. currently in an interracial marriage. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. right. Yeah, he, he's going to overturn that, certainly. Uh, but, like, maybe that's his way. He didn't want to tell his wife he wanted a divorce. So he's going to overturn <laughs> interracial marriage. But, I mean, it, um, mm. contraception is the same thing. You know, there was a time where contra- mm-hmm. contraception was a... a a controversial topic in this country. It is no longer a controversial topic in this country. If the, contracep- the contraception ruling, which was poorly argued and was this type of constitutional reach that Roe versus Wade was as well, if that were to go away tomorrow, every state in the union would make it legal. Mm-hmm. Every state in the union would make it legal. It is not mm-hmm. a controversial thing. Everybody, you might not like it. There are some opponents to contraception still. But it would not be a controversial topic. They don't want you to think about that because they 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 want to scare you. Their goal right now mm-hmm. is to scare liberal voters mainly to get to the polls because they realize we're not at the point where we're going to win this election. We're not at the point where we can win purple districts. Let's just try to defend the blue ones. And that's where they are right now. Again, it's all they got. It's all they got. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, we focused as conservatives on this idea of companies paying people to go get abortions, paying for their travel, their employees. And, you know, we've seen uh, Disney, we've seen Amazon, Amazon, a bunch of these companies, a lot of financial institutions going this way. And I think one of the things we've maybe not talked about enough is, yes, the woke motivation is there for a lot of these companies. A lot of these places are liberal. I mean, Disney in particular, like clearly a woke reasoning. But like... A bank? Why is a bank doing this? Well, I think there's wokeism involved, but I also think there's a cynical monetary decision being made here, which is, Mm. sure, paying $4,000 to send your employee for a couple of days out of state to have an abortion sounds like an extra expense. But when you think about the alternative, you're talking about paying them maternity leave for several months, right? You are are losing the employee for all that time. Yeah. And, and you're paying them. You're paying all them time. all that time. You're paying for the for increased no medical work. expenses all that time. Right. And in addition Shh, to that. That's right. In addition to that, uh-huh. what usually happens to a young woman who has been career focused and then has a baby? Often, her priorities change. Yeah. She's no longer dedicated to you, the company. She's dedicated to her child. And if you can eliminate all of those quote-unquote problems at the same time for a few thousand dollars, all of a sudden that sounds like a trade worth making for some of these evil companies. Oh, you're you're onto something there. Yeah, that's, that's sad but true. Exactly what's going on. Ugh. That's not altruistic. No, at all on the part of Amazon or Disney. They're just saving money. Wow.